0: Thank you for tuning into this episode of Question This Life. You can listen to the podcast at questionthislife.com, as well as all of the main podcast platforms. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and get involved. Video episodes are exclusively available at questionthislife.com.
1: I've been thinking about getting a comedy writing resume mm-hmm. and then just, to, you know, I, I mean, I've never worked on a, in a writer's room or in a comedy show, but I think it'd be really dope to be a part of a writer's room. You for know sure. what I mean? Because I would like to, there's a million different avenues where you can go to start pursuing comedy, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. You could have a podcast people turn into, you, you know? So, so there's a couple of things that I'm actually looking, that I'm looking for, you know? Uh, and I'm starting to read more and more about um, fans. And not just fans in general, but what uh, I heard from this article is called your true fan, you know, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and your true fan as opposed to a regular fan is a fan that not just likes every post every once in a while that you post, but your true fan is the one that's going to like every single post comment with fire emojis because they love that shit Mm -hmm. they're going to buy every single piece of merch that you put out they're going to buy every 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 single thing of everything that you put out and tune into everything and everything that you put out Mm -hmm. you know because they want to see you win as an individual and they don't just love the they want to see you win they believe in you that's your true fan and then finding trying to understand what is the archetype of this one true fan because what i've heard is that the best thing you can do in terms of correct, uh, uh, content direction, is identify the archetype of that true fan and create your content specifically for that one person. This is the
0: <clears throat> avatar, perfect customer yeah, avatar. As, essentially, as far as an avatar. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm.
1: you know, and there of course there's gonna be people around that that overlap and love your sh- too, but mm-hmm. it's gonna help you find your perfect niche for the people who are going to pay your bills. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and there's always gonna be a wider range of people who love your. Sh- and tune in a lot, but not all the time, then people tune in sometimes, and people who don't really tune in all at all, then none at all. There's gonna be varying degrees of that, but getting less and less towards the people who love you the most. And um, so I'd like to find who that is and then start channeling them either towards me or towards, you know I mean, the live content that I create. And like, <clears throat> um, you know, there's podcasts and there's sketches and there's all kinds of stuff. Um, Two things that that I personally have thought about that I would like to start doing is let's say COVID never happened. I told myself that 2020 would be me developing at least 20 minutes of material and start to enter competitions and festivals. Mm -hmm. That was going to be my hustle personally. You know, I want to start getting certain credits because I want a certain CV to be able to enter into certain spaces you know if Not i go back like a writer's room oh it, well first of all when i get on really first of all to get on stage if i want to be able to do certain venues oh this comedian next to comedian, comedian coming to the stage i mean was a finalist or a winner of the thailand comedy competition or he's been featured in competitions all over the world or he's been in this and that article or something you know is a comedy to, comedian to watch from this competition mm-hmm. or festival that I think would be great as far as getting my name in the door in venues or writer's experiences. But also, uh, I've been listening to more comedians who are coming up and it's interesting to hear someone's writing credits is like, yo, next comedian coming to the stage is a writer on SNL. Next comedian coming to the stage is a writer for, you know what I mean, Buzzfeed, some, some, something, or, or, or you mean, whatever. yeah, mm-hmm. did this, been featured on that, been featured mm-hmm. in this, you know, and, and those are really powerful. Mm-hmm. Just as far as door opening, you know? For me, I think, I think the writing style and personality, it'll get there eventually. Um, and sh- going through these ad- different avenues of competition and festivals will sharpen that, give me more international, not just exposure, but experience as far as honing my material and my presence and everything, to the point where when I start placing and start winning these things, um, it, I think it could it could do wonders for the doors that can open for you, you know mm-hmm. Or you know, let's say you get introduced to somebody who's a big comedian who oh, hey, this is Justin Small or hey This is Justin Small. This guy, you know what I mean was one of the finalists at blah, 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 at the of blah 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 or the winner of blah 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 or you know, what I mean was one of the something You know did a something 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 at whatever festival and be like, oh, okay Now I can place you in a certain area. I can see how you fit into what I got going on Hey, you want to open for me or you want to you know I mean or do you want to be a part of what I got? You want to tour with me, or you know, so I see credits as a, as, a, as, a, as a helpful way to gain experience and to express that experience, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it would be really cool to also I, for, for me as a way forwards. I think personality is something that I have. I think the the strength of writing the material is something i really need to work
0: on translating your ideas into a text or a script or a exactly bit or that. A whatever exactly anecdote, that whatever it might be yeah and i and for me i understand
1: that being able to master certain skills fundamental skills is going to allow you to catapult to next levels as far as how you express yourself you know um and so i would like i know that it would be like kind of like a self-fulfilling machine to be able to be in a scenario Constructively, I'm writing all the time, mm-hmm. receiving feedback on my writing all the time, and improving my writing all the time—basically just making a habit and a career out of writing—I think I can do something that I could get behind and love, and take seriously, and do well at, mm-hmm. and then use to continue on, you know, my career—is, you know, in addition with the other things I'd like to do.
0: Yeah, and you already have a start because you've been doing comedy, been so you—you've you've been yeah. writing. Mm-hmm. Like we have to write, even yeah. just to get up there for five minutes. It takes a long time to yeah. come up with that
1: material yeah i think um you know and i think the experiences i've had and being able to you know being able to write that you know i think i think the experiences i've had now would be helpful towards right helping someone see how i would be helpful mm-hmm. towards writing something for them
0: and do you know what? what was the plan like the the plan you were saying was to get some sort of credits in some sort of festival or or a a well-known stand-up uh scenario Um. however nowadays man there's there is no real active vibrant scene so Mm-hmm. so we all have to come up with plan b's but your 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 idea is still your idea it doesn't mean that it can't be passed to something that's just digital or or the halfway point like mm-hmm. the comedy the kickback, kickback you know or mm-hmm. you know just there's like a million things that we can all be doing just just to be working that muscle mm-hmm. um and i don't know if you've if you've done a lot of this but uh again this is like a, a a piece of wisdom i picked up from joey diaz was like every day i don't do it every day i wish i did it every day Every day, as much as possible, when you wake up and you're getting your shit together for the day, and you, you can definitely do this because ne- neither of us are in an office situation. We have a little bit of flexibility, which is great. Wake up, do your morning routine, whatever you need to do. And then before you do anything, before you do any work or anything, you sit down with a blank piece of paper and you just fill it with words. Whatever it is that happens, mm. some of it will be conscious, some of it will be literally you're just like oh my god get to the end of the page mm-hmm. and then if you do that every day let's say like at the end of the month or at the end of the week you go back at the end of a day and read what you've written mm-hmm. there's your answers mm. it's it's a way of like record recording like downloading your thoughts and then like i can't remember who says i think it might be a stephen king said writing is human but editing is holy or something like that like yeah. when when you're editing you're doing something divine you're using your intuitive inner whatever it is mojo mm-hmm. bo- to like to to take this mess that you've just written and grab the three gems that are in there mm-hmm. that tell you what you actually should be doing how you should be doing it and and or or for example every single day you're writing about this same incident that happened when you were 18 mm-hmm. for example and then you're like after a, th- a week of it, you're like, hang on a minute, every day I'm waking up and thinking about this thing like I need to get over it, you know, and this is like that kind of thing like or like, why am I worrying so much about, you know, doing this thing that's not helping my life. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So that like journaling really helped me. Um, and that's t- kind of tied to, to comedy writing in a way, because sometimes I'll, I'll come up with I'll, I'll just I'll make myself chuckle at something stupid and then I'll write it in the in the joke book, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also just even without any agenda or any plan or anything, it's just literally forcing yourself to sit down and just write whatever the words are that, that you can that day. Yeah. I've done free writing a
1: couple of times and I found it like really, um, in some scenarios, it's been healing. In some scenarios, mm. it's been, like, enlightening. It's never been a process of, like, man, that was stupid. Yeah. <laughs> you I'm, know, like, I'm, that was dumb. I'm gutted dumb. I did that. Like, no, yeah. you,
0: always, you always appreciate it.
1: Yeah, totally. And, and especially when I can look back on it and be like, F-. you see the value in it by the time that has passed almost. Mm-hmm. In between where you are now and where you were then. And, um... Yeah, man, I need to do more of that. I need to be more consistent with that cuz yeah, no, I see definitely. value in it I've done it before.
0: Do you know what? I had a really interesting conversation with um, uh, my girlfriend's aunt, the the sister of her dad. She's very uh, esoteric and she's very like uh, tuned in to all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. We went to her house and like, one of the first things she said to me we, we sat down and she was like, "Ah, so, you know," just <laughs> like and she asked me in German like, "Do you believe that there's something in between heaven and earth essentially which I guess Mm -hmm. is probably her like blanket way of testing Mm -hmm. what kind of a conversation can I have with this person and I was just like like we can have this conversation so we started talking about chakras and meditation and stuff and I kept saying things to her and she was kind of looking at me like that you know just being like "Mm." and and Mm -hmm. at the end she kind of said to me she was like you're in this world you're of this world you're thinking the same things you're doing the right things but you put too much pressure on yourself Mm -hmm. and so feel druk it's like pressure druk it's like i i think i said more than once i was like yeah druk yeah it's like like you're kind of like weighted because i i said to her probably a couple times you know like oh I, i i do meditate but i wish i did it more or you know I wish I was more consistent with that and it's kind of like she's like it will come like just just let it happen you're doing the right things just just like chill mo. just do it and it's this kind of thing I was like because it. like it's one thing to say okay I had a, uh, a plan to meditate three times this week and I fulfilled it and it's one thing to say like oh I didn't and oh I like I hate that you know that then you're like embodying hate Mm-hmm. And that goes against the whole principle of even doing it that one time that you did it. Think yeah. about it like, yeah, I did so, it. Wow. You know what man. I mean? You yeah. you made me think of that when you were like, I wish I was more consistent with the writing. Oh, and I'm man. like, dude, you are. You just, you're just you already there. You just need to get that pen oh, on the paper, bro.
1: Miss Tandy, you really <gasps> fucking just I like, knew
0: we had to have this conversation, bro. Dude, you just uplifted me, dog. Wow, bro. Wow! I knew I, I knew we would have a really good conversation when we chatted, man.
1: Yeah, man. It's like you're already doing it, man. Yeah, yeah. Cause, cause, dude, that's actually a that's actually something about me. Like, I I uh. I'm the same. Uh, in in as I was about to say in English, we say, but you also speak English <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> in America. I, I would say I, I speak English.
1: <laughs> you speak American, my friend. <laughs> Touche I'll give it to you, man. I'm a proud speaker of American, man. Proud speaker. Um. Yeah, man, we say, you know, you beat yourself up. Right? Mm-hmm, I, like, mm-hmm, I'm someone mm-hmm. who, I beat myself up a lot, you know? Even, even like, family is, is just like, bro, like, like they'll hear me talk about, like, yeah, man, my my man, I'm a dumbass. They'll be like, bro, like, whoa, chill. Mm-hmm. Chill, man. Like, you shouldn't talk to yourself like that. And I'm like, I mean, I don't really call myself, okay, I don't really call myself a dumbass, but I'll definitely, like, when something happens, I'll definitely be like, oh, I could've done better, should've done better you know what I mean i hold myself to a high standard and then when i don't hit that mark i beat myself up oh yeah yeah and and i think that has held me back in a way i haven't really been able to express until you just said that mm-hmm. like you kind of embody the thing that that, that doesn't allow you to succeed mm-hmm. you know it's like you're like oh damn but when you do that oh damn it's like it's it's you're not even really saying something but mm-hmm. that but that emotion behind it is like it's destructive not constructive mm-hmm, it's like you're destructing mm-hmm. yourself you're breaking yourself down but you're not building yourself up you know exactly. what I mean? instead of like a oh you're all right man try again i'll you get know? him next time yeah. yeah you'll get him next time mm-hmm. get back up you know it's more like a oh you f- up mm-hmm. how but dare the, you yeah no conclusory statement as to like we'll come back around again no. it's like, oh
0: f- no, it's not obvious from that message that you back yourself. Right? It's, All it it's is like,
1: just oh, mistake. Acknowledge mm. mistake. Acknowledge mistake. Not acknowledge mistake, and then positive reinforcement somehow. Yeah, mm. yeah, man. it's a it's a way of thinking. I was about to say it's a way of thinking. I need to do more. It's like, <laughs> I think I need exactly to do more of that. Talking yeah.
0: about. No, and do you know what? There's uh, yeah. Wow, man. There's some crazy ancient wisdom in the Egyptian story of uh. It's just, it kind of links in a little bit to the law of attraction and all this kind of stuff like what you put out is what you get back karma etc. And it's kind of like if you live in a world so this have you heard of this this guy called like Billy Carson I don't know if you ever messed with that guy American dude um, he he he's a very like he's this this guy's obviously clearly done his work you know he's read everything he's he does talks he I think he's even running his own uh, like. Uh, TV website now, you know, like for his own channel. Mm-hmm. Um, but his stuff is great, man. And this is a this is a, a guy who grew up in the hood. This is a, like a he could have been any of the bad archetypes. And what he's actually doing is helping people and pulling them out. of like. You say Ben Carson, uh, Billy Carson, Billy Carson, Billy okay. Carson. And I think his 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 tag is like forbidden knowledge with the number four forbidden knowledge. Whoa, cool. Um, He has this whole thing where he's like we should live in abundance and that is also a a Jesus principle Mm -hmm. where it's like you believe and this is what the Egyptians say It's like you if you believe something it's true in your reality so if you tell yourself For example, if you listen to a religious person, he he goes in in into the religions, like the even like the kind of like gospel black churches. He's 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 a black guy and he's very anti them. He's like,
1: is he like bald dude? Yeah. With uh, like a beard?
0: No, no, he's not bald. He's he I would say like, you know, like that, that high hair, Mm -hmm. very neat and a little like almost like goatee.
1: Like a, g- a
0: white goatee? No, no. He's younger than that. And he, I think he does a bit of rap and stuff. I think he's like a kind of like a bit of a multi-talented guy. Really but crazy. he's he talks at all these esoteric conferences. I've watched a lot of his podcasts and stuff. And he just speaks so clearly and like th- with such a depth of knowledge that I just, it just kind of resonates with me. Mm-hmm. And he says like, um, if you live in like the, the religions of this world, including in poor neighborhoods, are a hustle by that. Religion, mm-hmm. leading down to the the vicar or whatever, who's the the head honcho of that particular totally. clan. So it's like, come to us, we'll sing and laugh and everything. You'll you'll feel community. You'll feel all the great things. You'll give me some money. You'll probably give me like quite a lot of your money, and I won't pay any taxes and then you go off and then I kind of do just that that's the I hustle just live my life exactly my and who knows way. what that guy's doing yeah you know what I mean I live my personal life whereas this guy Billy's like don't live in that in that scenario where you're like I have to go to church and I have to pray and beg and it's like a begging it's mm-hmm. like please help my son he's struggling at school please Pull my daughter out of the gang. You're relinquishing your powers. Exactly. You you are powerless. You you're in the world of like that is my reality. Whereas you could say you could wake up and use the true meaning of prayer according to the people who wrote about prayer be- like ten thousand years before the Bible came out. Prayer is not like please, sir. It's like I am abundant. I have everything I need. I have powerful relationships. I have good friendships. I have a good job. Declaring. You're declaring and then your reality manifests itself in mm. that way. And it's like if you want a house Plan it, plan it to the nth degree. What color are the candles? How do you, what are the dimensions and everything? And that's the only way that this, these realities will materialize. Mm-hmm. Instead of being stuck in this loop of need and want and hope and pity and mm-hmm. regret and sadness and stuff about like how shit things are going. Mm-hmm. Even if they're going shit, you can change them. Mm-hmm. Just like that's his message. And I was, I think that's totally. so powerful. Man. Like,
1: Totally, bro. Totally. I really do believe in like that in the power of like magnetizing things to yourself and, mm. and and you know materializing things and the power of your thoughts i, I what I, f- I feel like i personally benefited from having done exactly that and then reaped those experiences um or done it with just like a certain like lack of a better term like faith just know just not knowing how it works not really caring how it works just knowing and believing that if i do this certain process it's going to turn out this way mm-hmm. and it did Sometimes it took a turn in a way I didn't expect, and then came back all the way around. It's in never way. what you expect. Never what you expect until it happens. Then it's like, oh yeah, I asked for that. Oh, sh-. The, the crazy scenarios when all some things happen. I'm excited, and then I look back and realize, oh, I actually uh, there was a time when I actually sat down and asked for this. Dude. You know, and then you see the whole path and all the links and the chains of how things work together to be like whoa is it, is it is what they're saying really true like whoa what the f- you know like i feel like i've really been like an actual re- like like beneficiary recipient of those things and and so i i wholeheartedly believe in that you um, know mm-hmm. mm-hmm. only because i've had i've where i feel like my back's against the wall and some miraculous sh- happened and it's not anything that i didn't ask for you know what i mean it's 100 even the things that they aren't don't go quite according to plan the way you saw it somehow at some point that's probably how you interpreted it Mm -hmm. or maybe you didn't fully make a decision about certain things exactly so that's the detail came out confusing Mm -hmm. you Mm -hmm. know and that's a huge thing you know in the most confusing times of life the most confusing is happening the most determined parts of my life the most action is happening Mm -hmm. you know and and it's you know it's it's i think it's i mean i think we all know it's It's the thought, it's the word, it's Mm. the willpower to then, you know, use that action, action, concentration and action, you know, concerted action in a particular direction. Mm. Um, Yeah, dude. Yeah, man.
0: There's two things that are coming to mind. So, like, number one is previous to being in that London scenario, I had, like, five to eight years of what you could call your own personal hell, which is, like, no drive, no plan, Mm -hmm. overweight, not eating healthy, mm-hmm. not doing exercise. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Just kind of stuck. You're just in stuck. Your own funk. Yeah, and maybe you have a girlfriend. Maybe you have some friends. Maybe not. But like whatever it is, like you need a thing. And for me, the move to London was the the initiative. And the other thing was like, so so. To that point, you can go for 10 years being like that and then have a revelation. And then within, a, within three months of just doing what you know you need to do, you're, 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 you're out of it. Right. You have, according to the Egyptians, time traveled. You've left your timeline and gone to another one. Whoa,
1: that's whoa, what the, whoa, that's, whoa, whoa. That's what
0: they call it. Like, that's to them what? That's what Billy Carson is all about. He's like, we're going to time travel today, ladies and gentlemen. What do you want? What do you actually want? that's the so we don't we think just because we're not in a machine that we're like Ooh, we are flying through space and time currently so
1: basically you're by 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 the decisions you make you're kind of choosing alternate destinies correct and 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 you're you know and by making let's say a concerted decision in one direction where you just completely 180 where you're going you're saying that that is almost akin or but essentially is jumping to another timeline where other outcomes are possible than where you were originally headed
0: i think in my opinion that is more evidence-based than the idea that for example uh, One day a spaceship will appear and it'll just be like a human who comes out and goes I'm from the year 3000 I think it's way more likely to think that time travel means choosing a different uh, Reality within your life experience and the, the the other thing is like going back to like we are all one and we have every piece of knowledge that there has ever been and will be mm-hmm. and it's continuing that it's at infinite and there's no there is no end then the only difference th- between that and you is that you have a beginning and an end you are born and then you die and you don't remember all of that stuff you have like intuitions mm-hmm, and stuff mm-hmm, so if if you just if you're in your little let's say this is your little path your little there's, timeline there's soup. everywhere mm-hmm. else is just like potential chaos whatever you want to call it then when you're in your timeline, if you're doing this and then you just decide to do this and go this way, mm-hmm. you don't see the difference. But if you were th- someone out here watching, you'd be like, oh, cool. That's when he turned and, and mm-hmm. went that way and did mm-hmm, that thing. Mm-hmm. So it's like, why is that not time travel? Interesting. You
1: know, it's, it's uh, you know, when, when when people talk about like different dimensions in your awareness at these different levels, you know, from what I've heard, like the difference between the for- like, third dimension and the fourth dimension is that like, in the third dimension, you see things, you know, as a three dimension, mm-hmm. as three dimensional mm-hmm. objects and you can rotate like them in space world, and you can, can touch it. Right. In the fourth dimension, from what I've heard, is you seeing that dimension in the, you know, what I mean, related to it's like uh, existence throughout time
0: potential you mean
1: less potential like what it could be and more like where it's every every, it has been what it has been every form it's ever taken from its inception until now that's that's what you see you see not just space but now you're adding time to the equation Mm -hmm. and i was talking to my brother about this and i was saying it's interesting how like let's say you when you meet somebody for the first time you see them in the three dimension because you know them outside the construct of like their past right. you know you meet yeah. someone and they're just it's just face value mm-hmm. but imagine when you when you go and hang out with somebody that you haven't seen in a long time that has known you over a long expanse of time like they're seeing you not just as Sandy now mm-hmm. but they see Sandy from when he was four to when he was now mm-hmm. they see everything in between all the people you've become all these different routes you've taken and changed physically mentally emotionally to be who you they, they see All of it at once, Mm -hmm. you know, and I'm so I was thinking I was like, man, people really know you see you in a different dimension than other people. Totally, totally. Your
0: parents, for example, your best mate, we've known each other since you were 12. Mm -hmm. So I know him as 10 different things or Mm -hmm. 20. You know what I mean? Like
1: you've seen this person die and be reborn several times over to the point where they're at now. mm -hmm, So like, mm -hmm. you know, when 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 Sandy says like, um, uh, cheers, mate. It's the you know to someone else it's the same cheers made from when he was twelve to now there's just a certain something but now if I'm seeing you it's the same cheers made as other people say mm. but this specific one like I've like you can you can literally physically see him at every stage of his life you know what i mean like when when Mm. you speak with someone you're speaking with them from every
0: stage of life that you've known them you're talking to their their meta collection of experiences yeah yeah yeah. that's what i'm saying yes it's funny because this is like uh now we're going into kind of like touching on like simulation theory and like the that uh the links that there is back to the kind of ancient teachings Mm -hmm. within uh simulation theory and going back to the ancient teachings so it's like if like the Egyptian Book of the Dead says when you die, you go on a boat and they, they, this is all, uh, there's a place called the, uh, it's going to annoy me, um, Edfu, Edfu Building Texts. So there's this massive wall and it's not just here, but this is one depiction of it. It's the what happens after you die, according to the Egyptian legend, very similar to the Tibetan. And it's like a kind of comic book of like what happens. And there's one point where you're in this river called the Duat. And it's depicted as one person on this side, then the boat. And then it's that same person ten times on the boat. And then there's another person at the end. So the idea is that like you, at this point of the journey, in the afterlife, you see the amalgamation of all of you. You see like the infinite use from your life Mm -hmm. and you're all on a boat together that's wild and then at the end of it you are judged for what life you lived and what that looks like as far as like a progression in in the and this is the other cool thing is that it's in the moral compass that you see fit it's in your moral compass so you are the judge Essentially during your life of yourself and you can say that something is moral that I might not say is moral mm-hmm. And when judgment day comes, let's say at the end of your life when you go into the afterlife You're beholden to your standards, not mine mm-hmm. So you might have super high standards or low standards. It's it's relative to to, you know, your your own little story Wow. So that I find crazy and then the the thing you said about how You're seeing when you're taught, like we're having a conversation now I have 30 years of shit behind me, do you know what I mean? Like, stuff has happened, bro, and same for you. So it's like, this just happens to be the the, the point where our physical bodies were in front of each other for this short space of time. But that doesn't mean that the conversation that we're having is at all physical. It's completely to do with history and trauma and experience and knowledge and da-da-da. And, but, but yet, you and I are, are both clear in the fact that we have free will to some extent. We, we have chosen to be here. Mm-hmm. We would we would argue that I would I would assume. Mm-hmm. But we are sharing this 3D reality together. So what is this then? What is this then? Mm-hmm. How, how can you be a meta thing and I be a meta thing? And then this is not a meta thing. This mm-hmm. is just a material thing. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So then that got me onto this. <laughs> <laughs> The trios have you heard about this like uh, all is atom a a t u m it's yeah, like the trios that. so you you've said it more than once you think it then you speak it then you then make it, the action yeah that's a trio mm-hmm. a trinity mm-hmm. then there's like the the father and the son and the, and holy, the holy spirit ghost, it's yeah. that is the same trinity it's mm-hmm. the 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 actual action in the world mm-hmm. is the holy ghost that's you that's who yeah. you are that's your that's your authentic self so it's like And it's also like Positive, negative, neutral Yep like uh, atom. In the electrons like a, I heard
1: like Atom is an atom Yeah Like they're That's like, why it's called an atom They're the exact same Yeah That's, yeah, why, that's why it's same. called an
0: atom And everything is in threes The, 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 the sun, the earth and the moon Everything is, like, this is, again, something that the guy that writes on the the board. Yeah, I've heard this. He links this all up, and he's like, it's all trios. It's all the same numbers. It's all the same stories. Jupiter is Jesus. Is Zeus. Is, is Saturn. It is is Satan, Satan. Is Set. Mm-hmm. Is, you know what I mean? Like, it's, like, the same story being told over and over again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah. You know, <laughs> I uh, uh,
1: somewhat related but kind of different. Uh, you know, I was listening to this thing that was talking about how, like, within each person there are two sets of um consciousness there is basically like this physical material of this world consciousness Mm -hmm. and then there's like an ethereal spiritual of eternity consciousness okay and that oftentimes people come into like disbalance you know in, in unaware disbalance um or imbalance yeah too much of one or the other mm-hmm. um and <clears throat> the both of these consciousnesses um have a different idea of what's good for you and oftentimes they, they they can be in imbalance because they have because of those differing ideas like you know your physical body is like yo as long as like you know Uh, Whatever I need to do to make sure I'm eating, you know, as long as I'm eating well Mm -hmm. and taken care of physically and, you know, all these certain things are fulfilled, I'm good. And that could be robbing and killing, stealing and raping, or that could be living altruistically. And then there's a certain spiritual, you know, but you need those certain fulfillments. And there's a certain spiritual self that is much, 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 much older that has a different idea of what is good for you and leads you in a certain other direction, or requires a certain other fulfillments. And so sometimes people can get caught up on one side and basically be ignoring the other side, you know, trying to fulfill what, trying, trying to like, tend to what makes them feel fulfilled, but, but still feeling this emptiness. And then vice versa. If you go in the spiritual direction too much, but you might still feel like a certain void because maybe you're missing certain other things. Mm-hmm. But it's when these certain things are like not in tune, is where we often find like our like um, a confusing existence. I'm not sure where I'm going, what I'm mm-hmm. doing, what my purpose is. You know, are the things I'm doing actually fulfilling me? Why am I doing things? But I still feel empty on the inside. Um, and, and often those could be. Um, Symptoms of what happens when, like, uh, something very ancient that's, that's asking for something, like, you know, like something very ancient might just say, Yo, all I need is love, and all I need is, like, you know, uh, positive reinforcement, and maybe, like, um, you know, to create things. I need to express some version of creation, and I need maybe, like, something else. But if you're not doing any of those things, but you're only focused on the body stuff, mm-hmm then there's a certain thirst that you still have that's not being quenched, that you might not fully be aware of, you know, but you're just, it just expresses itself as I'm not happy or Mm. I'm depressed or I'm not getting what I need, you know? And um, that's something that I try to listen to more. Cause like, you know, it it almost feels like a certain intuition. It's almost like that spiritual side is like that intuition trying to tell you like, hey, this is kind Mm. of what I'm craving. Mm -hmm. This is my Mm -hmm. thirst and my hunger.
0: And those synchronicities that come up Mm -hmm. support that yeah I think those
1: synchronicities that come up support that and they come from we're talking about this that one time we're eating like like I believe in in like a higher self Mm -hmm. that is kind of like you know when you are born into this world I've you know you're like born out of something you were extension of something and you're still connected to that thing and you come down you don't remember anything about where you came from but you're almost like a duo like a team, you're wandering around as an avatar, but you're connected to the consciousnesses of this greater thing up here in this in this different realm that can see you and is and, and is constantly communicating with you, in the form of what the ancients would call breadcrumbs. Right, mm-hmm. I drop things in front of you to remind you, oh, this way instead mm-hmm. of that way. You know what I mean? Or that way instead of this way, or oh man, I'm having such a good time down here, you know what I mean? I'm feeling this way, but I think I'm gonna go that way, Woo, woo. You know what I mean? And it's not what you're supposed to do, but you can get caught up in the confusion between both of them, you know? Because you don't remember where you come from, you have certain urges that that, that, that supplant you here, but there's like a certain overall understanding that's supposed to take you somewhere else. And like, um, part of, part of, I think, what the higher self's job is to do is to help you just to drop things in your path when you start to stray off the path and help correct you to remember the certain things when you were intended to remember in this period that you're intended to be here and then move on and come back and and continue you know on your thing of creation whether it's here or in another place Mm -hmm. um but yeah, that's how I feel about synchronicities. Like when I see think think synchronicities. When I see synchronicities. When I see synchronicities. <laughs> I, I feel like the synchronicities. I feel like uh, oftentimes I feel a weird sense of familiarity. Mm, deja like it's, vu sort of vibe. Deja yes, but more like, more like um. Because I think deja vu and synchronicities are different. Okay. But when I feel synchronicities, like like a breadcrumb, like I'm I'm wandering around, I'm confused, not sure where to go next. You see something that then speaks to you as if "Ah, that is something I'm, for some unexplainable reason, I'm drawn to this. This is, you just intuitively know this is right for you or it just blows your mind and motivates you to do something. You know, um, I I feel a, a weird sense of familiarity now where I feel like it was me that did that
0: what do you mean like, like laid the breadcrumb mm-hmm. in the past or or even now or even for, now for you pow. physical you to find it
1: yeah yeah I, like i feel like like when when i when, like those ex- you know moments like when you were like going in about upwork and, and all this stuff and mm-hmm. you know and it's connecting to something i've been experiencing up until now and i feel like this was something telling me like mm-hmm. yo justin you're on the right track definitely go ahead with that upwork mm-hmm. um i feel like you know it's it's essentially you know my so my question is who the f- is telling me this i mean mm-hmm. who when, when when i when i see that message and i i agree it's coming from somewhere with intention you, like 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 it wasn't just a coincidence you said those things right now there was a certain intention placed in this scenario right now um i don't think of it as like thanks whoever you are or thanks whatever that was i'm like that was me it's an it's I I'm an extension of whatever that is like that's really me. This is avatar me But that's really me. This is like higher self kind higher of. self Yeah, okay. that's kind of that's essentially what I'm explaining mm-hmm. my mm-hmm. higher self and my relationship to that mm-hmm. um, and I feel like um, Yeah, it's not like I guess what I'm saying is I feel a certain sense of connection to that other side at this point where it's like I recognize it as me as a as me like like I don't want to say it as a part of me But more like me as a part of it mm, okay. It's more like me as a part of it, you know I'm a, like this like this thing Let's say it's like 99% it and I'm just like 1% mm-hmm. down here Wandering through this life Handling things and I'm gonna zoop back up into this other giant thing that is me mm-hmm. You know, and I think I think there are other higher selves like I think you have your own and everybody more or less has their own but i think even above those higher selves are other higher selves
0: oh and okay and above that
1: are other higher selves right and i think it's levels up until
0: like and this is the, the kabbalion right it's 133 levels or some um, crazy the, like
1: um in the kabbalion there are um, so so this isn't this isn't from the kabbalion uh, but in the kabbalion they say that there are um I don't remember, man, it's been a while since I read it. I don't remember a specific number of layers, but I do remember them saying that there are different layers of consciousness. However, they all blend together. That's why we can interact with each other, Mm -hmm. but we don't necessarily speak the same language. That's why bugs communicate with bugs, plants communicate with plants. Animals communicate with animals. Rocks communicate with well, rocks. We communicate with each other. Spirits communicate with each other. Because there are these different planes of that's what they call mm-hmm. planes, planes of existence, of reality, right. planes of reality, planes of consciousness. Um, and the reason we can interact with them and see them and touch them is because these planes are blurred. They're not. There's no concrete borders between them. But as far as like like the ability to ex- like express ourselves, like like there's certain things like we might know that this plant is thirsty because there's certain visual cues that tell us that it's thirsty but uh, you know what i mean uh, but like whether this plant might be like what this plant might be communicating to this plant mm. we probably wouldn't understand we have understand. no idea and yeah, they, we they do no communicate way. and we they know, know that they do you know? We know that they do they're territorial mm-hmm. they're oh i'm ovulating at this time okay i'll ovulate at that time so this seed doesn't interfere with this seed or you know there's they are. They do communicate, and their root systems communicate more so than anything else. Totally. And know? if you
0: put a time lapse on that plant for a day and speed that up into ten seconds, it'll be like, mm-hmm. it's it's that's and that's what it feels like. And yeah. I'm sure that that it th- thinks, thinks. Mm-hmm. It, its reality is this, mm-hmm. right? But for us, it's like. Right. So, so Super... cause our frame rate, everything about who we are mm-hmm. is so different. But I wonder what that plant thinks. Mm-hmm. Like you see, you <laughs> does see, it? Think? I mean, is it, is I it, think thinking, thinking is, is the... probably not right. It's like
1: I sensing, think,
0: perceiving.
1: I think our understanding of thinking is probably limited because you've, you've you've seen. I love this video. On, uh, um, you know, like TED Talks. Mm-hmm. They have this video. These have these things called TED Ed, which are these mini um animated things about a, a, a myriad of topics and there's this one where they talk about the octopus and Ooh, okay. they talk about different forms of consciousness that exist on earth and how the human consciousness is different from the octopus consciousness and that there are other forms and, and that we don't quite understand for example they say like um our nervous system is like our body Brain and then it's intertwined down our spinal cord and then right extends like to all of our extensions and stuff. And she said they said the octopus's brain, like you know nine, you know it's so ninety percent is here like the ten percent is distributed everywhere else. And they said the octopus brain is like sixty percent here and then like there's probably like fifty percent here and then like ten percent everywhere in, in like every other small area. So like it was saying that okay sorry. Let me take a step back. Mm-hmm. Consciousness for humans is reserved in the brain. Consciousness in octopuses is distributed out throughout, throughout their body. So there's only a small, like the, like the majority of their brain is here, and there's a huge part of their tentacles that operate as if they are their own sentient beings. Right. So they don't really, like when we, we think, okay, I'm going to grab this glass. I lift my arm up this amount of degrees. I move my arm this, throughout this space at this speed. Mm-hmm. I clasp, and I lift it up and it's controlled all from the center. Mm-hmm. When you're an octopus, you, they can think indip- like, if you're like, instead of being like, I'm hungry and I'm gonna do da it's like your stomach sends the thing to your brain. Instead of your brain controlling it, it sends a message to your brain that then sends a message to your arm. Mm-hmm. So your arm acts almost independently and and they can do like like your arm could be you could be over here typing something while this one's over here cooking food and right. this one's over here doing its own conscious thing and this thing doing its, and you don't have to think on oh, multitasking they're just right. they're just doing so I don't for even us know how to describe like, that but
0: cuz cuz for us it's like you you we we don't even actually see the glass of water we just we apparently we just see thirst quenching thing and then we're so programmed that we we don't consciously necessarily even do that it just kind of happens but we're all this one thing whereas like imagine having 12 arms that are all able to have the programming and to think yeah to, it's almost like you know. they
1: sense it on their own arm is like he's hungry mm-hmm. arm arm does this it's it's, it's yeah isn't your brain doing it like brain being triggered i'm hungry i'm gonna drink something mm-hmm. it, you just Drink something and then something gets typed, and then you know, and your brain capacity is like instead of controlling everything from here, you, you're delegating. Hey, right. I'll give you decision the ability to make decisions on your own. Yeah, it's, like it's all 10%.
0: It's so delegate is a great way, it's yeah. Like, it's just stacked processes, yeah. Stacked, you don't processes. even realize that you're doing it, mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah. And but whatever it is doing is pro. it's likely best for you,
0: right? Or at least you, your deep down. Because desires, just, just belief thinks that. Yeah. So, like, it could be, like, you know, doing something that's not good for you, but you deep down feel like it is or whatever. Yeah.
1: Like, I, I mean, I don't even know how to describe this shit, but it's there are just, like, different kinds of, like, like, even like a jellyfish. They talk mm-hmm. about jellyfish. Like, they have no eyes, no ears. They don't have any sensory abilities as far as we know, but they're able to navigate their universe, find food. You know, there's certain things we don't understand. Like, they, all, the, all we know is they have a brain. No bones. You know? They just have a brain. That's all we know. And their brain is also distributed throughout their body. So it's like, you know, you know they don't have eyes. They just have optical sensors, like, all oh, over so weird, everywhere. Man. And they're just like, oh, it's so weird.
0: So. And there's some fish that swim around and they just look like one eye. Have you seen that? It just looks like a pupil. No. And it's basically just like, like I'm, an eye. Just, <laughs> just just moving just, around. I'm, a, I'm just. Yes. Yeah, so, so, so diverse. diverse. The, the, Oops, sorry.
1: So when people say things you know so so when people talk about like oh do they think do we and I'm like they prob- I'm sure they do on a, in a way we well, we can comprehend mm. r- at least it's right It's not now. thinking it's a different thing It's expressing of some sort it's contemplating you know like like a plant you know if you know if you leave something a plant facing this way eventually you come back two days later it's its plants are going to its leaves are going to be trying to stretch mm-hmm. this way to get sunlight from this way like
0: and it looks like little arms if you like i said in a time lapse mm-hmm. you see it like stretching like, grabbing, out and eventually it grabs it and it's like mm-hmm. it like, yep. like, yep. you know I mean? like, starts coiling it, around we'll try a few times. times that's, that's why, why i think, that. think according to the plant it's just moving But mm-hmm. for us it takes so long because of the frame rate and the speed and the way that we process information we, mm-hmm. we barely see them moving. Mm-hmm. And then you sometimes see those vines that do grow at a speed that we can see and mm-hmm. it's like, wow, that's mind blowing. You see, But that's Venus, just every
1: plant. A Venus flytrap oh, will yeah. eat and digest. We'll just
0: watch it eating it. We're, yeah. Those are like tiny examples where it's behaving human-like. Mm-hmm. But ni- 99.99% of the plants do not act like that, but they, are, but they do, but we they just do. don't see it, we yeah. just don't see it. Yeah,
1: there's male plants and female plants. <laughs> Go figure. Go figure, man.
0: Thank you for tuning into this episode of Question This Life. You can listen to the podcast at questionthislife.com as well as all of the main podcast platforms. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and get involved. Video episodes are exclusively available at QuestionThisLife.com.